So I wasn't sure which theme to use. Oh, I was waiting. I wasn't sure if we were going to hear Afrojack or not. I think we'll save Afrojack for part two of season seven. Okay. So we are in the Elvis Duran in the Morning Show studio today, which yeah. is not normal. No. Thank you for joining us for episode 38, maybe? I think that's, that's about right. Well, thank you for joining us. I'm Dave Brody from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and this is, of course, Jamie from Light FM in New York. Hi, guys. And um, this is uh, our first, I feel like this is the Rogue One of Walkers and Talkers <laughs> yeah. podcast, because it's not based on an episode. We're not really talking about an episode per se. Because there's no episode. It's sort of like an, a bonus movie yeah. that we're doing. And this is our last podcast for the year, for 2016. Yeah. And then we'll we'll be back in January at some point with any updates similar to what we're going to do here to talk about anything we've learned, any spoilers, any, not spoilers, any theories. tidbits, theories. We don't ever spoil anything. We're not the spoiling the dead people. No. That, that spoil everything. <laughs> we we're, won't do that to you. Not going to do that. But if you, if you email, if you tweet me privately, then I'll, I'll, I'll tweet you back and you can always, we need a, a an email account for the for the podcast. Oh, yeah. But in the meantime, you can always email me at Brody at ElvisDuran.com, B-R-O-D-Y at ElvisDuran.com, and I'll answer any of your questions, uh, you know, if you, if, or Jamie and I will both answer your questions. And please check us out. I'm sure you know about walkers underscore talkers on, on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, I, co- I posted a really cool picture today. Someone for Christmas gave me a Negan mug, but the handle is Lucille. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Really it's cool. really cool. So you could check it out. I posted and you could, it. You could say it's your boss because yeah. your, your boss gave you a nice gift. Yes, I'm shocked. It's like it's really cool because okay, so your boss didn't watch The Walking Dead. He started asking you about this podcast. What yes. are you guys doing every day? Were well, you going down the hall doing your Walkers and Talkers yeah. podcast? And he knows you've been obsessed forever, right? Since yeah. day one. Yeah. And he started listening to the podcast, and now he and his wife binge watch the entire seven they seasons. Are and they're all caught, caught up. up. Yeah, I'm, I love it. So now we can talk about it. Yeah, because we couldn't like say anything around him. He'd be like, "No, don't say anything." But now we have discussions, and I love it. So I'm glad we brought another person into the fold. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we don't have an episode to talk about, no. but we have things to talk about. Yeah. Some some people are concerned. Some rumors. So let's start off with talking about Sonequa Martin Green, who plays Sasha. Sasha. First of all, a lot of people asked us why we didn't mention this, and truthfully, I didn't notice it the first time. In the final scene, when they're walking up the hill at Hilltop towards the big house, Sasha tripped. Yep, she did. And it was one of those, nobody saw it. Not intentionally, though. And it wasn't so bad that they had to refilm it. She didn't actually fall on the ground. Right, she just kind of like did a little skip step. A little knee knee bend. <laughs> I, maybe they left it in because they didn't catch it, and she was like, maybe they won't notice. Yeah. Or maybe they left it in because it's realism. I was going to say, it shows a human element. I mean, we've all done that. We're, we're walking and... Look like an idiot, <laughs> even though I didn't really notice at first. So now one of the YouTube channels that we follow is New Rock Stars. Yes. And that guy's great. He does like 25 minutes and they, he breaks down every little thing. Super thorough. And he talks about the symbolism of everything. And so he didn't mention this, but I'm wondering, since he likes to talk about foreshadowing, if Sa- this is a stretch, Sasha tripping is a foreshadow of her character tripping on the show, maybe making a mistake, tripping up making a mistake that could cost her dearly. That's, dun, 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 that's dun. deep. It is deep. <laughs> if, you, if you follow new rock stars on YouTube, he's one of the many people we, we follow. It's like five or six I watch every day. Yeah, he breaks down every, like he talked about food. How you And that was one of the things you picked up on. Yeah, I didn't realize like food was power in this episode. A lot of food. Like the with the pomegranate seeds to the peanut butter 
And uh, Spencer offering Negan whiskey. It all about was about control. Right. Every scene, apple pie, getting the apple from Gregory. Yep. So I thought that was a nice breakdown. So I'm wondering how he would break down the Sasha thing. The reason why that may be, it's not really related, but Sasha is a is a hot topic right now because the actress who plays Sasha, Sinequa Martin-Green, was cast in Star Trek Discovery, which is coming out in May of 2017, on CBS All Access, I think. It's like Hulu pay-per-view yeah. C- CBS, right? People are saying, well, how can she have another show Uh-oh. if she's on The Walking Dead? How can she do both? Now, let, let's... Now, I know Norman Reedus has Ride, but that's yeah. sort of like a reality show. Yeah. He can film it in his, you know, outside whenever he wants. If you look back at the history of other people we've talked about, Glenn got a mo- role in a movie, and then he died, right, on the show. Mm-hmm. The uh, Chris on Fear the Walking Dead, we talked about how he was cast on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. And then he died. Now, what we don't know is, do they take other jobs knowing they're going to die, or do they get other jobs and then get written off the show? We don't know which comes first. Well, it's like when Emily Kinney died, she was on Masters of Sex. Right. So. But which came first? Did, did she know she was going to die? I think it was right around the same time, so I'm not sure. Maybe she knew she was going to die, and she's like, oh, I need to work. And Keith, too, was cashed on, uh, what was it, 24 Legacy? Yeah. So Heath, right. He's up in the air right now. Heath has another show, 24 Legacy, where he may be gone a couple of seasons. He may come back just to be killed. So having another show, not except for Norman Reedus, never a good sign. No. So, Sasha dying. Right now, she's a powerful character on the show. She's She's getting everybody at Hilltop. She's pumping up Maggie to go to war. However, in trying to figure out the way the comics relate to the TV show, and sometimes things get remixed. We talk about how Dr. Denise took the arrow for Abraham. Yeah. In the comic books, Holly is the girl that Abraham leaves Rosita for, not Sasha. Okay. Sasha doesn't exist in the comics. Okay. On the TV show, Holly was one of the Alexandrians, blonde, and and I think it was the wolves came in. It was right when they first got to Alexandria, Holly was killed. They brought her to Dr. Denise in the ER, the little room, and they couldn't save her. So they killed off Holly on the TV show right away. I guess because Sasha was going to be the love interest of Abraham. took that role, and yeah. And you didn't need Holly. So Sasha has become Holly. So now a lot of people are thinking Sasha will take the role of Holly and how Holly's character ended up. One of the things that was big for Holly was she wanted to attack the saviors. In fact, she does attack the saviors on her own. Sasha sent Jesus to the saviors to kind of scope things out telling Maggie. Yeah. And I'm wondering if Sasha may be Holly. Oh boy. And Holly didn't last that much longer in the comics. So I'm wondering that's not really a spoiler because we don't know for a fact, but that makes total sense though. So people are wondering if she's Holly. And and remember Sasha kept saying to Enid, I'm alone. I'm alone. I have to do this alone. And Enid's like, you're not alone. And she goes, but I am. Which is interesting because Rosita said she was alone and that's why she had to shoot Negan. They're both kind of alone now that Abraham's dead. Yeah. And so Holly in the comics didn't have Abraham anymore because he was killed. She was with, with Abraham. And so we talked about Heath possibly being Holly a few weeks ago, a few podcasts ago. Yeah. That Heath would play the role of Holly because he might be have been taken by the saviors. And now we think it may have been the whispers based on my last theory of the PPP theory. which Love is it. All over, all over YouTube <laughs> as well. So, Sasha may be the Holly character from the comic books, um, in which case she might be written out soon, or in the upcoming, obviously they're going to 
ratchet up a war against yeah. Negan, it seems like that's going to happen. Yeah. Which sort of goes in line with the comics. That there could be an uprising. One of the other things that we didn't notice that a lot of people tweeted at us was that the character of the sa- the female savior that shot Olivia, her name is Arat. Arat. Okay, I keep saying it and then I forget. I thought Negan said Arat. it. I thought Arad, but it, it's it's Arat. Arat is Tara spelled backwards. Ooh. In yes, the, I saw that online. Yeah, in the comics, the female savior who looks like a rat is Tara. But we already have a Tara. Yeah. So they, they spelled her name backwards to make her a rat. <laughs> a rat. A rat. <laughs> what I don't understand is the writers of the TV show knew there was a Tara in the saviors. Yeah, so why would they bring why on another they, right. one? Hmm. I don't know that. That's interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, so we have a Tara and we have an Arat. Because, a rat's not a real name. Well, I mean, a rat. Well, yeah, I guess it could be. I guess maybe. Everybody's listen. There's a lot of names in the world that aren't what we are accustomed to. Yeah, Jamie and David are yeah. more common names. Is in Negan America. a real name? Have you ever heard of I've a Negan? I've never heard the name Negan, but I, to me, he's sort of like Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> in the comics, Wolverine is Logan. Yeah. He's just Logan. Logan. And so I think Negan. It could be his last name. I think. Uh, oh, do you know his last name? I don't know anything. Now, I will tell you that there is a comic book series running out right now, which is the backstory of Negan. I haven't read it. I've only heard snippets about it. I think I told you it's four pages a month that come out. Yeah. And I don't know if they've said what his name is or isn't. Okay. But, it, you know, it's Negan. So I, don't, I don't know if it's first his last. La- he's just, he's Negan. Negan. You know, he's like Logan. He's like Madonna. He's like Adele. Cher. Okay. S- Seal. <laughs> oh, the look he just gave me. <laughs> Seal. I don't know. <laughs> Does the weekend count? Because it's the weekend. The Tupac. Beyonce. Biggie. Uh, you got me here. Okay. All right. Anyway, <laughs> this is this is this is what this happens is- when there's no episode. <laughs> this is what happens, folks. Okay. So, um, one of the other things that uh, uh, Ronnie Hayes was talking about on Make a Path Presents. I feel like we're the, uh, I want to be like the compiler of all the YouTube videos. So you don't yeah. necessarily need to watch them all. But Ronnie Hayes from Make a Path Presents, who I also watch every day. He talked about an article he read that said that AMC might be trying to cut down on the gore a little bit because the season premiere was so gory and disturbing that they might be cutting down on the gore, which I think is a mistake. I do too. And personally, I think Spencer's guts coming out was worse to me than the head bashing. Um, I I could watch the head bashing, but the Spencer's guts, I was going to hurl. No. Okay. So I want you to tweet us, walkers underscore talkers, and let us know which was worse. Which was worse. (laughs) Now, Abraham was just a clunk over the head a couple of times, but Glenn and his eye popping out, like in the comics, was that worse for you as a viewer, uh, or was Spencer's guts coming out worse, or was neither a problem for you? Those are your three Uh, options. The guts was definitely my problem. Uh, You can still tweet us at our regular accounts, at David underscore Brody and at jmegs514. And include at walkers underscore talkers, which is great because on my phone, when someone tweets both, I get two alerts. Oh. <laughs> and then if I hit reply all, I get two more alerts because I'm replying to myself <laughs> and, and the person. Okay. So when Daryl killed Fat Joey, according, according to the actor who played Fat Joey, we'll refer to him as the actor who played Fat Joey. <laughs> he said that the scene was much bloodier, that he had blood splurting everywhere. Oh. And that it looks like they may have zoomed in a little bit. So that they didn't show as much gore yeah, was, when Daryl was beating his brains in. It was kind of pretty much a tight shot. It was a tight shot. So did they cut down? We don't know. But that's the rumor that 
The actor is saying it was bloodier, and we didn't see it as bloody. No, we didn't. Also, when Michonne shot the redheaded girl, I think her name is Sabrina. Uh, somebody referenced that when when they shot her, when she shot her in the car. You didn't see it. You just saw this kind of like flash of light from the gun. It was way too far away to notice. Like, look, if you had shown up like with the gun to her head and then pulled back, but that was a very tricky scene. I don't think anybody immediately realized that she shot her because, as New Rockstars pointed out. Immediately, the car drove away and turned around. It, t- it did a U-turn in one second, and she Wouldn't didn't be kick a dead the body. She didn't kick the body out behind the wheel. Y- yeah, there would be. Wouldn't you tell him to get out of the car? Plus, I- okay, I know it's the Saviors. I know Daryl killed Fat Joey. I know you can't trust the Saviors, but this woman, this redheaded woman in the truck with Michonne, took her and showed her how big the group was, and then said, "Look, there's a silencer in the glove compartment. If you're going to kill me, this way you can get away. Ditch the truck." Maybe she wasn't a bad person because most saviors would have been like, go ahead and kill me. I'm Negan. Yeah. But this woman was sort of helping her and saying, yeah, I, look, I'd rather be dead at this point. I, I, there's no life for me. I, can't. I think she knows if she came back and they found out she led Michonne to them, she'd have a worse fate than Michonne killing her. I don't know how they would find that out. Well, but anyway, Michonne showed up. <laughs> would you have absolutely killed her? Yeah. At this at this point in the game, knowing what Negan was capable of, and because if Michonne was in that lineup, I would have to kill her. Would you say you have to kill her because she might go back to Negan and say, Michonne held me captive and let's make them pay? Yes, because she, that, that would just be another strike against the Alexandrians. What if that woman wasn't a savior? What if she was just some woman driving on the road? But she knew right where Negan's compound was. Yeah, but she could have said, I'm not with Negan. But she'd have to show some other compound. Where are you from? Where'd you get a truck? Yeah. All right. So you would have shot her. Yeah, I would have shot her. <laughs> okay. Would you have shot her with the stakes this high? I suppose. I think maybe... Or maybe taken a prisoner. A season or two back, no. But now that shit is pretty real, I would have to kill her. Yeah, or maybe put her at the hilltop. I don't know. Maybe. If Negan found out, oh yeah, man. Yeah, and oh. she just seemed so unarmed at that point. Well, she uh, tried a, a little funny stuff with the wheel, slamming on the brakes, trying to... All right, I'd kill her. Yeah. <laughs> F. And, and you know what? She's a redhead, so she can't yeah. survive. Yeah, if she's a, if you're blonde or redhead, bye. Hey, did I tell you the Hallmark Channel story? Yes. Did I do it last week? <laughs> this is so funny. Okay, so did I tell you? Was this part of the podcast? I don't think it was off air. Okay, so th- I'm, okay, so the I don't care that actress's name. You don't have to tweet me. The redheaded actress who played Paula, Paula, who was this? Thank you. Who was the savior? Who, along with the two other women, uh, grabbed Maggie and Carol. After they took down the satellite compound and they trapped them in the woods and they and they took them hostage, and then she was like, "Yeah, you little little little, little kitten, you little like." She was really had an annoying voice. Yeah, she's like, "You really think you're gonna get out of this, Carol?" That, right? That, right? Yeah. She died. Bye. If I told this story on last week's podcast, I apologize. I don't remember telling it on the podcast. But if I did, I'm sorry. It's still funny. So, so that woman died on the episode. She had her face eaten by the walkers, oh. and. She's in like nine Christmas movies on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> and so I just watched another one that she's another in. Another one? She, she's a, oh, okay. man. She wasn't bad on The Walking Dead, but she's terrible on the Hallmark Channel, okay. which I think that's you're supposed you're to be a supposed, terrible actor. They're supposed to be bad. So she's in a lot of movies. And so I watched another one where she gets hit on the head and she imagines a better world. It was oh, sort Lord. of like, you know what it was? It was sort of like Scrooge. Okay. It was sort of like the Dickens tale. Charles, it was, it was the, like she visited the ghost in the, the world inside of a, um, 
a uh, snow globe. Okay. And how her life was different living in the snow globe world versus the real world. This is a stretch. And she had yeah. to become a better person. <laughs> but she was sort of a nasty bitch until she bunked her head and she came back. It's Christmas Miracle. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm not going to tell you the movie ends. But every time that woman, that redheaded woman who played Paula, I don't care her name. I didn't look it up because I don't care. IMDB. I get it. Every time she's in a movie, my wife and kids are like, oh, there's that woman again. She's in another movie. <laughs> so I said, you know, she was on The Walking Dead and she died. They made me show them the scene of oh. Paula dying so they could enjoy watching that woman, the actress who plays so Paula die. It's so twisted and I love it. <laughs> because she's not going to die in the Hallmark movie. No, but she did Unless didn't she's the original wife and then the girlfriend or the friend comes in and becomes the wife and the family's happy again. Yeah. Hallmark Channel movies. <laughs> so that I just want to share that. I love that story. So we, we watched another movie with her and she's got that, that voice. It's just kind of mm. annoying. Mm. And I can't believe she's been in that many. She's been. It seems like she's in a lot of them. <laughs> she's in every one. Go on her IMDb page, look up Paul on The Walking Dead, and then click on the actress's name and look at all the movies she's been in. They're all on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. Let's put it this way. She wasn't in Rogue One, a Star Wars story. No. <laughs> she's in the Hallmark. By the way, I'll talk about that briefly. No spoilers. I saw it on, of course, opening night Thursday. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I've heard from everyone that it's awesome. It is. Uh, I, I loved Force Awakens, and I love this movie for a different reason. Because it's it's a different movie. Super, it's, a, it's like a war movie. It's a it's a prequel to Star Wars based on one paragraph in the scroll of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, the first wow. one ever made. In the scroll of like where the rebellion is in the Empire, yeah. There's a paragraph that talks about a fight that started the whole Civil War. Oh yeah, I this remember movie that. is based on that paragraph. Crazy. That's it. The whole movie. Yep, and wow. it's great. <laughs> and then I've, now I'm going to all the Easter egg sites. To find all the things I missed in the movie. Oh. <laughs> I love YouTube. Anyway, sort of like what we do. We do Easter Yeah, eggs. but that's okay. what we do. So let's talk about the boots. Since our last podcast, we had some theories about the boots. We talked about maybe them being the garbage pail kids. Yep. Um, Possibly we, a stretch. It could be Boatman if he was still alive. If Boatman was still alive, but I don't know how Boatman would have gotten to Alexandria. How would he have tracked them? Yeah. I'm not sure how th- you, you watched Aaron and, and Rick get back in the truck and drive away. How are you then in the bonus scene? Okay, so the bonus scene with the boots. Yes. People think the bonus scene with the person in the tower with the binoculars may have been a girl, female. I thought it was a man at first, but then once we watched, you know, did our Easter egg hunting on YouTube, yeah. the hands are very feminine. I think well, they're it's very small. Very, and they're tiny. So there's two things. It could either be a woman or Donald Trump. <laughs> That's yeah. not a political joke. I don't want to hear it. It's Donald Trump hands joke. Please, don't start. Okay, so it could be a woman. In which case, it still could be a garbage pail kid. True. There are people that still think that that could be a whisperer. We talked about the whispers last week. They don't come into the comics for a while. Yeah. So this could be an early scene, but I don't think so. But the leader of the whispers is a woman, so that's why people think hmm. this is her. I still think it might be a garbage pail kid. I think that's where that's who it is. There's also a theory that it could be Magna. Who's Magna? Magna's in the comics. She doesn't appear for another 20 episodes in the comics. But people think it might be her. In the comics, she's the leader of a small group in Washington, D.C. that they come across. And some one person in her group dies, and then she ends up joining the survivors in, in Alexandria, and she's still alive in the comics. She's kind of a kick-ass chick. Do you remember their group's name? No. Okay. No. No, it was like five people. Oh, it so it wasn't like a massive group. It wasn't a massive group. Okay. I'm wondering, since Magna shouldn't be here this early if it is magna and they're bringing her in in a different way 
Is that to eliminate the need for a different kick-ass chick like Sasha? Could be. This could be our teaser. And by the kick-ass chick, I, you know, kick-ass woman? Female? I'm going to say chick, but I was, you know. We know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, so <laughs> we don't know who that is, but people think that it might be a woman. Um, women can wear men's boots if you're thinking that the boots look manly. Plus, you're in an apocalypse, so we're, you can, it's not like you can go shoe shopping. There's no DSW. No, no there's no boot warehouse or something. Yeah, so um, it could be a male or female. We don't know. Now, I, I have to go back and watch this. I have it. I'm going to watch it, and maybe I'll tweet about it. Okay. But I thought in the Talking Dead episode after the season seven premiere, it was live. The whole cast was there. Chris Hardwick had everybody outside at a, in a cemetery, and it was yes, raining. Yes, it was pouring. They were talking about Michael Cutlitz, who plays Abraham, and he said something about there's an Abraham episode coming up. I remember you talking about that a long time ago. Yeah, he said there's a, the, but I don't. But how would that come into play now? Unless it's a flashback. But would they really dedicate a full episode to a f- Abraham flashback? I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, one of the two love interests is pregnant. Oh. <gasps> And they want to show the the conversation, and they want to show the sex, or I don't know. Oh, and I could be wrong. I could swear I have I have it on my DVR. I'll go watch I rem- it. No, I remember you saying that. So I, I I don't know, but we also found out from Robert Kirkman, as we talked about last podcast on Talking Dead, that the Boots episode will be coming up soon. We, yeah. We're going to find out who that is. Boots. Boots. <laughs> Imagine it's boots from from Dora the Explorer. I was the, just thinking little, that in my head. The little monkey. The little monkey boots. It's boots. And we'll see map. <laughs> map would be helpful. You can tell people where to go. In the... Okay, we're, we're off track. <laughs> All right, so Rogue One, Star Wars story. We're done with the wall. You have anything else you want to add about... Uh... Well, actually, yes, I did, actually. Um, last week, I decided to go back and start watching Walking Dead from season one, episode one. No. Yes. but And I thought of you, I almost texted you, because I thought it would be very, very, very early foreshadowing. But Rick, his first kill with a walker is a baseball bat. When they come, when he learns about the walkers, because Morgan saves him with his son, uh, Dwayne, they come out of the house and Rick is still healing from his bullet wound and he has a baseball bat and the first walker he kills is on Morgan's front lawn and it's with the bat. Interesting. And I thought, hmm. Now, wait a second. Wasn't there a scene though where he's walking in a used car lot and he kills the little girl walker? And it was totally out of context? It was totally out of context because this clearly did not happen I don't know when that happened because it was not before he got. I still haven't figured that out. I don't know where that fits. Right. But when he woke up out of the coma yes. and they kind of mended sure. him back together, his first kill, he was his weapon was a bat for a while. And remember, Glenn almost got the bat to the head yep. in Terminus. Yep. There was also an episode before that. So I want to say season four or early five when I think it was Rick and Carl were walking on train tracks. And they saw a guy surrounded by walkers, and Rick said, don't get involved, that we can't help him. Oh, I remember that. That Yeah. And the walkers killed him. It was like in a field. Right. Yeah. They're all off the tracks. Yes. Right? And Carl wanted to save him, and Rick's like, it, we can't. Right. When they zoomed away from the body laying there, or the other family members that were killed, yeah. there was a baseball bat laying there. Hmm. So people thought that was a signal Negan was coming. Maybe they, from episode one, season one, that- Baseball bat has been sporadically throughout that Negan will eventually be there. Hmm. It was just a thought yeah. that went through my head. Right through your head. Like a bat. Like a bat. <laughs> All right. Okay, so a couple things about Star Wars. No spoilers, but this we do a sci-fi podcast, so I thought I'd bring it up. I said this on, on the Elvis Strand Morning Show. 
Star Wars is owned by Disney. Yeah. Right? That's why we're getting more movies. And Disney also owns Marvel. Disney's buying everything cool. Now, if you watch a Marvel superhero movie, you have to know that after the credits, there's at least one or two bonus scenes. Yes. You sit there for eight minutes and you wait for all the credits and you make fun of all the people getting up who don't know after all this time. You're I know. Like, it's like, really? You're getting you're, up? You're seeing Doctor Strange. How do you, how are you I not- just saw that this weekend. It was awesome. It was good. There is no bonus scene at the end of Star Wars. Rogue One. So don't wait for the credits. There's no bonus scene. There's nothing. I'm saving you 10 minutes of your life. <laughs> That's I've done my I've done my due. <laughs> Go see the movie, though. It's really good. So we've we've seen three movies this month, my wife and kids. We saw Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. We saw um, Incredible Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh, how did you like that? Loved it. I really need and to Star see that. Wars. And we can't figure out which one we like the best. As much wow. as I love Star Wars, I love Marvel and we love Harry Potter and all. You like Doctor Strange possibly more than Ro- uh, Rogue One. It's tough. Doctor wow. Strange was visually in IMAX 3D, unbelievable. I will. Say, well, I watched it at home this weekend, but I thought it was awesome. Doctor Strange. Okay. This is where I'm going to get a little preachy. <laughs> so first of all, you need to see a movie like that in IMAX 3D. I know. I was a little late. To Second the game, of all, I did see it at least. I don't believe the movie company sent you a copy of the movie. <laughs> so this podcast is not going to endorse stealing from the good people at Disney I'm and not watching stealing. bootleg movies. <laughs> no, it's not a bootleg. Well, how do you have a copy of it? Oh, I, I have friends in the union. I was watching it at their house. Friends in the union? Yeah. How'd they get a copy? Because they get screeners. Oh, okay. I take back all my bad thoughts. Yeah. No, I don't have illegal copies. I have friends in the business well, and I was at their house. Coming over? Well, they're not mine. They're your friends. Maybe my friends will have a party. I, I will say that um, we're members of SAG-AFTRA, mm-hmm. and the Screen Actors Guild Awards voting starts in a couple of weeks, and we normally get screeners for a lot of the nominated films. Yes. I'm hoping Doctor Strange was nominated for, I think, stunts and maybe special effects. Should be. It was so pretty cool. So not Picture of the Year, Yeah. but I'm hoping that we get a, a screener for that. Yeah. And and Fantastic Beasts was also nominated yeah. for stunts. Send those to me. <laughs> I love SAG after. Great, great union. Love them. Great union. Great union. All right. So there you go. So um, this is the part where we say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa. Happy, happy, happy Festivus. Festivus, winter festival, whatever you celebrate. <laughs> have a great one. We'll we'll uh, we'll talk to all you guys in a couple of weeks. Bear with us. If anything breaking happens, uh, we'll tweet about it and take pictures on Instagram and send you links to stories through our Twitter and Instagram at walkers underscore talkers. But we will not be anywhere near radio stations or studios to record anything. a couple weeks. And you don't want recorded into our phone quality stuff. No. Unless something major happens and then we will talk about it. (laughs) See you all soon. Bye, guys. Oh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year.